recognizable elements combined in unfamiliar molecules. Oxygen was present, for instance, but as free O2, instead of the usual silicon dioxide or ferric oxide of rock. The one self's knowledge of astronomy was non-existent, but its understanding of physical chemistry was superb, its analysis of its surroundings flawlessly precise. The singular self was bathed in electromagnetic radiation as well, energy in two separate frequency bands, one between 10 to the 7th and 10 to the 10th hertz, and another between 10 to the 14th and 10 to the 15th hertz. It suspected that the gap between the two sets of frequencies was the result of absorption by the tenuous gas that blanketed this place. The one-self, singular self, lived by absorbing energy directly through shifting nanotechnic surfaces, but the high-energy end of the spectrum was more than it was used to or needed. Adjusting its surface to a dazzling, reflective silver, the singular self began to morph from the slender, streamlined shape used in through-rock travel to the more utilitarian, globular shape of an explorer. Tentacles flicked out, questing. Weapons formed, a precaution in case of attack. But the singular self's movements were painfully sluggish, slowed by the bombardment of raw data from eighteen separate senses. Reality was far stranger than second- and third-linked images of transmitted memory, imperfectly perceived, imperfectly understood. Emptiness clawed at the singular self, the raw wonder and terror of the not-rock void at the heart of creation. And, and there were things here— Things at once not the one self, yet impossibly they moved, reacted, acted in all ways alive, like the one self, yet not. And they were attacking. Through fragmentary recollections of past encounters transmitted to its progeny by the one self, the singular self knew of the not the one self things that could not be alive because they were not the one self, yet nevertheless seemed to have some alien, unreachable life of their own. Something perhaps twice the singular self's mass, something of intricate and literally incomprehensible form, was already probing the outer shell that protected the singular self with a barrage of various radiations. Something like a smooth-shaped rock penetrated the singular self's shell, then detonated. Hurt. Dysfunction. Appendages lay on the ground, uselessly writhing, now little singular selves of their own, and independent of the singular self's control. Pivoting, the singular self brought weapons of its own to bear. Too late. The singular self could feel its consciousness dwindling, lessening with each new explosive impact. The singular self was, in fact, a cascade of separate consciousness, of many singular selves nested within one another. Dominant was the singular self, but the singular self was the sum total of hundreds of separate nodes, and each node was composed of trillions of cells, some biological, some technological, and each capable of an independent, if limited, existence. Many nodes working together made the singular self, just as many trillions of singular selves together composed the far vaster unity of the one self. Flame, a white-hot plasma, scorched the writhing tendrils and seared away the singular self's outer layers. Worse, the adversary's own nanotech weapons had been loosed, 
and were disassembling the singular self's molecular structure almost atom by atom. Then the singular self was gone, replaced by the random gropings of the nodes, those that had survived the explosion at least, and under the deadly assault by radiation and flame and nanotechnic disassemblers, even the nodes were beginning to dissolve. The memories of other places were gone now, as was any memory of the singular self's personal past, or of the glory of the lost one self. And then, even awareness itself was gone. The LAG-42 Ghost Rider stood at the crater's edge. Within the Ghost Rider's protective armor, Lieutenant Vincent Creighton, 3rd New American Mechanized Cavalry, surveyed the scene through the Warstrider's senses, probing the milk-white haze above the disintegrating Zeno.